eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hello. Hey, dreamers. How are you? I haven't spoken. I haven't spoken to you since it was the spooky times of October. So I hope you're doing well and you've been dreaming some dreams. And I had a dream last night that scared the shit out of me. It was one of those dreams where you fall asleep for, you just close your eyes and you kind of fall asleep for a second and you're already in a dream. There's no, there's no real like coaxing into it. It kind of just sends you into a scenario and uh, in this dream I was biking I was biking when I turned a corner there was a big semi truck and right before it hit me I did the <gasps> and then woke up and felt like that semi just hit me and sent my soul back into the fucking real world but um, yeah, it was crazy. It felt super real. And I actually got into a biking accident where I got doored by a car here in New York um, on September 10th. And I ended up fracturing my sternum. I cracked my sternum a little bit and really fucked up my shoulder and finger. Um, that happened September 10th. And then the next day was September 11th. And then on that day, Daniel Johnston died. A really great artist. And it was just a big, sad time. It always happens in threes, these three tragedies. And this guy that hit me was this Greek dude. And when he hit me, got out of the car, and started yelling at me. And I got hit so bad that it like knocked the wind out of me. And this Greek dude's yelling at me. And um, yeah, I just got the wind knocked out of me, so he's yelling at me, and all I can do is look up and be like, <gasps> and then, yeah, it was horrible. It was like a Greek tragedy got hit September 11th the next day Daniel Johnston dies oh my god yeah it sucks it sucks um, so maybe maybe that dream is me still processing being hit by being hit by a car or a car door pretty much car door to the chest um it's so weird being getting the wind knocked out of you, too. Kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a weird feeling. But we are going to get into some dreams, and you guys have sent in some really long dreams, very in-depth. I can't wait to sink my, my teeth into them. Sink these uh, off-white teeth into them. So I hope you enjoy, and I hope you have some good dreams. And I hope you tell your mother you love her.
Okay. Okay, this first dream comes from my friend Sierra. She's a great person and a great artist. And if you'd like to check out her art, her Instagram is at S-M-B-A-R-E-L-A. And Sierra's dream starts out with... I dreamt I was with a group of people in some kind of flying device like a boat. And we were above a long, wide river. And I looked down, and I saw a girl with a sleeping bag. And she was shaking it out near the water. And then the rushing water grabbed onto it and pulled her into the river with it. And she climbed inside of the sleeping bag to protect herself from the freezing ice water. And I yelled that she was drowning and that we needed to call 911. And then I tried to call 911 and it kept auto-correcting to 9011. And I was like, why is this happening right now? And then we got down to the river and my teacher reached into the water to save her and he pulled out an alligator. And it was snapping at him and bit him. And everyone was freaking out. It was chaos. I went up to the alligator and I grabbed him by his nose and then started petting his nose. And I said, calm down, baby. Calm down, the alligator. (laughs) And I was talking and telling him he was beautiful and that I love him and it's okay. And I was petting him. And then the alligator stopped snapping and became bashful like a little dog. (laughs) Okay. That is quite the dream. So let me put myself in your position. Alright, so I'm with a group of people on some kind of flying device like a boat. And we were down a long, wide river. And I looked down and saw a girl in a sleeping bag. She falls in. I call for help. Help isn't working. Okay. So this could be... If this were me, I would see it as... Me... Being a witness to events. And when I try to help, they don't... They're out of my control. And I feel like... I'm trying to do the right thing, but it's not working. Like I'm dialing 911, and I'm typing in 9011, and I'm being, I'm yelling, I'm like, what's the number for 911? Classic gag. And I'm trying to help, and I see my teacher try to help this person, and he pulls out an alligator and he gets bit. And I would see it as some from experience this teacher trying to help something trying to help someone I would see it as myself getting bit getting hurt trying to help and you grab this problem the alligator that's trying to hurt you and you should just show it love. And this could be a reflection of your fear of not having control in situations and trying to help. And you 
try to help you get hurt. But when you accept the lack of control, you are met with you're met with love and this alligator becomes a big old puppy dog in your hands. So I could see it as, yeah, embracing the chaos of life and just going with the flow and showing it love and maybe it'll show you love back. That's how I see it in my eyes. Hopefully that helped you, Sierra. inside a big mega hospital in a rainy big city that looked kind of like Chicago and Gotham City. It was rainy and dark and I had a horrible vaginal infection. My head was shaved bald, but like in a weird patchy way, like I had been released from a mental health facility a week prior. Something was definitely not popping off in my life at this moment, but I saw everything from a requiem for a dream point of view. So anyways, I walk into this free clinic, a sterile environment, and all I saw were tan walls made of fake light blonde wood, teal walls, lights, and a teal double swinging door. Nobody was at the front desk. And there was a bell, and I rang the bell. I rang the bell, Suddenly, I had teal galoshes on filled with a runny mud. I stared down, and I licked the mud. I then looked down at my crotch in a hospital gown, and I assessed what seemed to be large spine bumps protruding, all full 360 view. And I thought about the urgency of my vag pains again. Nobody came to the sound of the bell. So I walked into the double doors myself, and I walked myself into a strange room that was like one exam room at Planned Parenthood with white walls. I layered down on a bed with red sheets, crinkly, like hospital paper. I put my own feet up on the stirrups. And then three young 20 male nurses, three young 20 year old male nurses entered. They looked over a chart that was like baby scribbles and laughed at my naked body. They laughed at my naked body and I started to cry and a camera hooked up to the OBGYN scope light took my picture. They kept laughing at me and broing out about how a crazy bitch like this could be so nasty or something like that. And so I got up and in the midst of this crazy shit started running away knowing they had a motive to take me away or take advantage of me. And I ran so fast into this elementary school computer lab with 
desktops of Dell computers, and it was dark and cool and warm under the desks. I hid under a school desk until a woman with long, beautiful blonde hair and huge water balloon tits in a white lab coat <laughs> put her hand out and guided me to a room filled with white marble statues of past patients who died of various infections and deformation. I was locked in this room, but then I saw a keyhole shining gold, and then I woke up. This is a crazy dream, Haley. So I'm going to start out by putting myself in your position, and I'm going to say that the genitals, genitals are a very sensitive area. In my dream, your dream, and I'm in this dream. There was, there was a deformation, these spiny bumps, kind of like crab legs, like a, like a weird strain of crabs, but crabs that aren't crawling on your pubic hair. They're crawling inside and they're growing. There's crab legs coming out. And uh, it's a seafood dinner. And... <laughs> Yeah, this vulnerable area is infected and deformed. And you go to seek help. And when you seek help, the people there are laughing at you. <laughs> and they're laughing at your naked body. And you feel this sense of rejection. And you run away and cry. And... person that guides you down a hall and they say that it's okay to be deformed and in a sense sick because that's what makes you great you're greeted by all these these statues of deformed patients and you see uh, a keyhole that's shining and this rejection that you fear that being vulnerable in front of somebody um, you're rejected but these deformations in your, in your eyes are what make you special and you go towards the light in this keyhole this door you wake up so maybe it's come to terms that we're all different and what makes us unique and what we fear people reject us for is what really uh, is going to wake us up and it's going to tell us that everything's okay. At least that's how I see it in my eyes, Bailey. I hope you're well. I hope your veg is, is doing good. It's in tip-top shape. So, <laughs> all right, thank you for sharing.
last stream was a real doozy. This next dream comes from yours truly, and it's a dream that has stuck with me. And I only remember parts of it, but this part is a good part. So let me bring you into this dream I had many years ago. I believe it's about almost, almost 10 years ago I had this dream. It stuck with me. And in this dream, I was, I was confronted by police in this apocalyptic setting. There's this chaos, chaos is ensuing in the public domain and I am in a neighborhood, it kind of looks like my neighborhood, but there's cars just crashed cars are just crashed into each other and they're all piling up and no one can really get out of this neighborhood that we're in and I'm being yelled at by police and I'm hiding behind a car and the police are yelling at me and they have their guns, they have their guns drawn and they're yelling and they're, they're saying they're going to kill me and tell me up and I'm hiding behind this car and I'm just trying to figure out a way to get the fuck out of there and then I hear this like ear splitting hum and it kind of just stops everything and everyone is trying to figure out where this loud noise is coming from it's like it's like if there was an apocalypse that this would be like the sound of God. This would be Judgment Day. And we hear this large hum and I turn I turn towards this mountain and it's like a it's a mountain hill that is just on the horizon of the neighborhood. And I see it and this deer is on the top of the hill and it's looking down at us and its antlers its antlers are huge these are huge antlers on this deer or is it an elk? I don't know deer and elk but this elk has huge antlers and on the antlers they're very spiky and intertwining and they have eyes on this antler or on these antlers there's eyes and we're, I'm just making direct eye contact with this elk and it's looking at me and I'm hearing this large humming noise and all of a sudden this laser just shoots at me and it shoots out of the antlers the eyes on the antlers and you kind of like engulfs me in this energy and this energy is just shaking me and throwing all these visions in my head and it essentially tells me that my spirit animal is an otter and <laughs> it shoots all these images of otters in my head and I think that's what it was trying to tell me that my spirit animal is an otter and it just 
lets me down and and the elk is just looking at me and then I just remember waking up and it was so strange this laser shot at me and fucking told me that my spirit animal is an otter uh yeah don't know what it means Maybe I gotta look into what otters are. But that dream stuck with me though. Just seeing a majestic elk on a hill in this apocalyptic setting. And these laser eyes shoot at me and tell me that I'm a cute, furry little sea creature that uh, likes to break shells on its tummy. So that was a dream that stuck with me. for 100 billion good dreams good dreams and good fortune to you and this is the end of the fourth episode of the podcast only in dreams and thank you very much for listening I'm happy to be talking to you again I'm going to try to release these once a week every seven days seven days Remember that you can submit your dreams to me on Instagram. Send me a DM at 4 billion smiling dogs. The number 4 billion smiling dogs. Or you can also send me a voice uh, message on the Anchor app. And it's like we're talking. It's like we can be talking real life, but um, there won't be any eye contact. So you can't see into my eyes and see into the windows of my soul. And you'll realize that I am lost too, just like you. And I fear a lot of things. But I hope you enjoy this episode of Only in Dreams. And I hope you have a good dream. And I hope you see a loved one in your dreams. Maybe you'll see a childhood bully and you could say to them the things you wish you would have said in those moments of them bullying you and you will finally get your sweet, sweet revenge that we all crave.